The Lord said to Abram after Lot had parted from him, Look around from where you are, to the north and south, to the east and west. All the land that you see I will give to you and your offspring forever. Genesis 13, 14 through 15. Dear God, we know that you are the only one who deserves our praise. But when life gets hard, it can be hard to trust you. So as we read today's story about how Abram trusted you through a lot of hard situations, help us listen and understand how you will always come through for us. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you for praying with us today. The Kids Bible in a Year podcast is sponsored by Little Passports, delivering monthly activity kit subscriptions that help kids explore the world, cultivate curiosity, and discover new interests with hands-on crafts and activities in cooking, science, crafts, and more, all with a unique cultural twist. Visit littlepassports.com blessed to learn more and save 20% with code blessed. Abram and Lot separate. Before this story, we learned about how Abram was called by God to leave his country and God would bless him, make his name great, and make him into a great nation. Now we will learn about how Abram and Lot separate and go their own ways. Abram helps his nephew after a battle and how God makes an unchanging promise to Abram. Inspired by the book of Genesis. Hi, Julia Sadler here, and welcome to the Kids Bible in a Year podcast. Today we get to hear a Bible story about a sticky situation in Abram's family, a dangerous battle, and another promise from God. So let's get going. Because the land could not sustain all the livestock and animals and possessions, Abram and Lot decided to no longer quarrel and go in different directions. Lot looked out at the Jordan Valley that was full of fertile plains in the direction of Zor. The plains were watered everywhere. They reminded him of the Lord and how beautiful the land of Egypt was before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. Lot chose the whole Jordan Valley and everything east of them. Then he took his flocks of animals and servants there, then parted with Abram. Abram settled in Canaan. After that, Lot moved his tents near Sodom because it was his land. Near Lot's land, there was a city full of wicked people who sinned against the Lord frequently. After Lot left Abram, the Lord said to him, How far? see north and south, east and west. All that land you see I am giving to you and your children permanently for their possessions. I will give you many children, more than the dust on the earth. You will not be able to count them. Go, walk every direction, for I am giving the land to you. Abram then moved his camp to Hebron, settled near an oak grove that belonged to Mamre, and built an altar to the Lord. Shortly after, war came across in the region. The rebel king Sodom and all the other kings with him prepared for battle that was going to happen in the Valley of the Dead Sea. 
This was going to be a battle of four kings against five. The Valley of the Dead Sea was filled with tar pits. Sodom and Gomorrah fled home, but some warriors fell into the tar pits while others fled into the mountains. The winning invaders took all the spoils of war and food supplies from Sodom and Gomorrah and headed home. Along the way, they captured Abram's nephew Lot, who lived in Sodom. They carried off everything Lot owned. One of Lot's spies escaped and told Abram, who was a Hebrew, everything. Abram had allies, his family Mamre, Eshel, and Aner. Abram then sent out 318 men who had been trained and born in his house. Abram took back what belonged to Lot and brought it to him, including the women and other captives. When Abram was back home from his victory win over Ketelamer and his allies, the king of Sodom met Abram in the valley of Shebae, which is also called the King's Valley. The king of Salem and a priest of the Most High God, named Melchizedek, brought Abram some wine and bread. Melchizedek blessed Abram by saying, Blessed be Abram from the Most High God, the creator of heaven and earth. Blessed be the Most High God. He defeated your enemies for you. Of all the goods Abram received, he gave Melchizedek a tenth of what he had won. The king of Sodom told Abram, Give me back my people whom you captured. You may keep all the goods for yourself. Abram said to the king, I promise to the Lord, the Most High God, the Creator of heaven and earth, I will not take a single thread of sandal that belongs to you. You might say, I am the reason Abram is rich. I only accept what my young warriors have eaten already. I request I receive my fair share of the goods from my allies, along with Aner, Eshel, and Mamre. In a vision, the Lord said to Abram, I will protect you, Abram. Your reward will be great. Do not be afraid. Abram responded to the Lord, saying, Lord, I have no children. What more can you give me? The child to inherit my land is Eliezer of Damascus. A servant in my house will be the heir because I have no children. The Lord said to Abram, He will not be your heir, for I will give you a son of your flesh and blood. Count the stars in the sky, for you cannot count them. Your children shall be the same way. Abram believed everything the Lord said to him, and God said he was righteous. The Lord said to Abram again, I brought you out of Ur, the Chaldeans, to give you this land, to take possession of it, because I am the Lord. Abram said to the Lord, But Lord, how will I know I will gain possession? The Lord responded, Bring me a female calf who has not yet given birth, a goat and a ram all of them three years old, with a dove and a young pigeon. So Abram brought all of what the Lord asked for, cut them in half, and arranged the halves opposite of each other. The birds he did not cut in half, though. The birds came down to the dead animals, but Abram drove them away. When the sun was setting, Abram fell into a very deep sleep, and a dreadful darkness came over him. The Lord said to him, Know that beyond a doubt, for hundreds of years, 
your children will be stranger, enslaved and mistreated in a country they are not from. I will punish the nation they are not from, but they will come out with possessions. You will go to your ancestors in peace and will be buried at an old age. During the fourteenth generation of your descendants, they will come back here. The Amorites have not reached its full measure. After the sun set and night came across the land, a firepot with a blazing torch passed between the pieces. That night, the Lord made a covenant with Abram, saying, I give this land to your descendants. Phew, a lot happened in that Bible story. Let's recap. First, Abram and Lot separate. Then, God shows Abram all the land he promised to give him. After that, a bunch of kings go to war and Lot and his family get kidnapped. But Abram rides to the rescue, fights a big battle, and with God's help, saves Lot. Next, Abram worships God with the king of Salem. He sure had a funny name. Do you remember what it was? Melchizedek. It means king of righteousness. Okay, after that, the king of Sodom offers to give Abram to keep all the stuff he'd won from the battle, but Abram refuses. Now, this is where things got really strange in our Bible story. You remember how God has made all these promises to Abram? God said he would bless Abram, make his descendants into a great nation, and give them a special land to call their own? Well, Abram definitely believed God, but it was getting harder and harder the older he got. You see, at this point in our Bible story, Abram doesn't have a son, not one. And both he and his wife are getting old, like great-grandparent old. Abram was worried, so God is something he does better than anyone. He drew close to encourage him. Oh, Abram, God said gently, go outside and look up at the stars. I promise that one day your descendants will be as numerous as the stars, and they will come from your own family, because I am going to give you a son. How kind of God to use the stars as part of his promise. Think about it. Now, every night when Abram looked up at those stars, he would remember God's promise. And where Abram lived, the sky was bursting with stars. They lit up the night so Abram would never forget God's good promise. And to show Abram how serious he was about his promise, God did something for him that people in that day did when they made promises to each other. God performed a special ceremony to make a covenant with Abram that he would fulfill his promises no matter what. Now, throughout the entire story, what was the most important thing for Abram to do? You might say something like, obey God, and that is important. Or you might say that he needed to be brave, and that's true too. But in order to do all that, the first thing Abram needed to do was trust. He needed to trust God, and he did. 
When the land couldn't take care of all of Abram's and Lot's sheep and cattle, did Abram get nervous and try to make sure he kept the best lamb for himself? Nope. He said, Lot, you pick first. Why? Because he trusted God to take care of him. That's kind of like letting other kids go first for cake at a birthday party. You might end up with a scrawny piece, or you might end up with a ginormous piece. It doesn't matter because what you most need, you already have, and that's God. Abram felt the same way. So he trusted God when he rode into battle to save Lot. He trusted God when he gave back all the cool stuff he'd won in the battle. And he trusted God when it got harder and harder to wait for the son God had promised. If Abram could trust God through so many hard situations, don't you think we should too? So do I. And the foundation of our trust in God today is Jesus. Jesus was the fulfillment of God's greatest promise, the promise to heal our hearts from sin. So you can live without fear and with complete confidence that God will take care of you because he healed your heart and brought you into his family through Jesus. Thanks for hanging out. Come back next time to hear about Abram and Sarai's short-sighted plan to speed up God's promise. And remember, the Bible is the best story ever told. It's God's story to you, and it's all true. Thanks for listening to Pray.com's Kids Bible in a Year. For more Bible stories and wisdom to last a lifetime, download the Pray.com app for free today. Thanks for listening to Kids Bible in a Year. I want to invite our adult listeners to check out my other show, Unapologetic, God's Truth on Today's Topics. It's unfiltered, important, inspiring, and it helps you have conversations that support you in having bold faith in a broken world. You will be empowered, excited, and inspired in your faith. I'm so excited for you to join me for Unapologetic Weekly, wherever you get your podcasts.